So we're all watching Free Run, right? Oh yeah, baby. Sick. I don't I don't know how to say her name. Free Run. I know it's said multiple times. Free Free Run? Free Run? It's just German for frozen. So for uh, Is that all it is? Yes. Oh my god. All the characters have hyper obvious German names. Like Stark is just um, strong and Fern is distant. And Himmel is Heaven. Nazi sympathizer? <laughs> no, Heaven. That means Heaven. Oh, that's cute. As someone who is German, I guess I should know that. <laughs> yeah, Nazi sympathizer. Damn. <laughs> Damn. No, I think I just, okay, I'll just call her Frozen Girl. Because, uh, yeah. You that's can't easy. say free and Ren? I don't know. There's something about the. It should be like a free, like freer. It should be like a freer sound. In oh, well, I know free what you're rent. saying, but you can just say it like it's free rent and then just drop the T and then you're thinking about something that's very pleasurable. So it should help. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. For for those who who haven't listened to Camp Goosebud recommending the podcast, uh, the show, uh, Freerun is the hot, hot new anime that is about a elf realizing her adventure party is. Has his aging faster than she is, and she's reevaluating her life. And I presume an antagonist shows up at some point. <laughs> Actually, hasn't yet as a, as of recording. <laughs> like there's that there's that menacing looking elf in the yeah. There's a menacing elf girl in a chair. <laughs> in a chair. That has to mean something. Kevin and I yeah. have been talking because we've been watching for a while, like yeah. live, and we've been like, she's gonna show up. We were both assuming after the break she would show up, but nope. Still not. Yeah, yeah. Classic, classic. Is this one gonna be in the first season? The uh, so far not in the first core, as I learned. Uh, so when so sometimes animes are broken up into cores, which is C O U R. It's a French is, word. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've never heard this term. I'm I'm just now learning about it recently with free Ren and uh, a couple other anime that I'm watching that are going more than 12 episodes, but it's when they kind of do two seasons in a row and you have the first season is core one and the second one is core two. Mm-hmm. But um, so far uh, a little bit into core two, we have not seen bad elf on a chair. <laughs> is it, is it mean like, like a, like an arc, like a series arc? I believe it's like a course of a meal. Oh, well that's fun. Yeah. It's cause it's not really, you know, Free Run's kind of just a bunch of little mini arcs. Yeah. One one dredge up of like a big arc that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Free, Free Run's like, and I know you guys talked about this on the Camp Goose Buds. Go to subscribe. No, let us know. Which, tell us what you think. Yeah, and do yeah. that. Well, subscribe. I, I just find it so interesting to see an exploration of a trope that's in a lot of fantasy, especially anime. Yeah. Of the eternal elf girl that looks like she's 16 but she's hundreds of years old, so you can date her. I'm looking at you, Fire Emblem. <laughs> um, and instead, all of those things could be here, but they're not. That's not even part of it. It's just, boy, like, time is crazy. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, I think what I've noticed about Japanese animation, I think I said this to you guys in the chat somewhere, is that what yeah. what Japanese animation does really well, and manga as well, is like, hyper focusing on a like such a a, like a small detail of a story or a trope and Mm -hmm. and like really digging into like what makes that interesting and when they nail it yeah it is some of the most compelling stories i've ever encountered it's it's like looking at lord of the rings and being like nope it's just elves Mm -hmm. how do elves work how do what what are the implications of elves (laughs) 
and uh, yeah, and like, like it's the same with that um that baseball yeah. uh, a- anime I like called Money Pitch, where it's just all right. It's not an anime about baseball, really. It's an anime about one single relief pitcher. Yeah, like it, wait, Lord of the Rings is Lord of the Rings is the best example though, Kevin, because it's like that's touched upon in Lord in Lord of the Rings for sure, yeah. right? Like Arwen, you'll you'll grow old too. Aragorn will die faster than you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and it's like that's just we don't see that part of the story though, and instead it's like what if Lord of the Rings started with after Aragorn was king and Arwen is like my husband's old and bony. What do I? What does it mean? <laughs> it would. It, but the funny thing is, it's like if Arwen she acts like a human, right? Like like ultimately when you really like break down Lord of the Rings, you're like. I guess they they have some sense of time, but what yeah. I, what Freeren does really well is it goes like, well, if you lived for thousands, if not infinite years, you wouldn't mm. have the yeah. same scale of time, and and thus things that feel long to humans would feel short to you, and you would be completely messed up. And I I think I said it to Kevin when I first started watching, and I was like, it feels like she's kind of like she's like on the on the spectrum in a way you know because yeah, a she little like, bit. In, and sure. like i think there is a little bit in the beginning it's it's more that way until she really starts to become like aware of like how much time differs for her and and, uh, and oh, other yeah. people 10 years matter more to me, to this girl a human girl than me exactly yeah. and it makes sense because like they can an elf can basically solve any problem in this universe by waiting like yep. you just wait around <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and free run's instinct is always just to uh, like wait she's like oh the 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 gate won't open and we can't leave this town eh, let's just kick around for 20 or so years and then maybe the problem will solve itself mm-hmm. uh, there's a part where she, uh later on i won't spoil too much but she meets another elf uh and it's like a pleasant enough first meeting and that el- and that elf kind of wants to like catch up a little bit more but she's like no nah, i think i've told you all i want to <laughs> like i think i can I'll, I'll i'll probably see you again if we both live long enough so yeah yeah i love i love in that conversation too there's like uh where do i know you from and they're like yeah. oh well she defeated the dark lord and he's like well what about before that like yeah. this like yeah. this idea of like this thing that's like the greatest thing that's ever happened in in humanity's history and he's just like yeah he's like what about the dark uh, the dark lord before that uh how many episodes in are you chad uh like five so, oh I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm but a wee babe it somehow continues to get better and better cool every episode yeah uh, again, every time we say its name, I hear a saying free run, which sounds like an Apple Macintosh 94 game. All right. Yeah. Like, cool. oh, you boot up free run? You get past that Yeti? Oh, yeah. Or like an iPhone game. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Those runner games are now all the rage. Yeah. Chad, you're watching the dub, right? Uh, yes. Yes. I had to be careful. I, I, I know this. I know the subs better. Uh, <laughs> I watch the dub. Dub's great. I'm I'm meaning to check it out since I love the delicious and dungeon dub. Uh, I I, th- I think that's really good. So I might when I revisit it, I might watch the dub. Dub like dubs have gotten better. Please please don't judge me, listeners. It's just when you have pet children, there are moments <laughs> where you have to be like, "Cat, please stop eating that power cable." I need to take my hand my my head away from the screen for five seconds. I'm watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> but the dub allows me to do that. So please understand. He's a busy father. He can't play Dark Souls because he can't, he can't pause. Yeah. Oh, my God. The only problem I have with dubs is just that with Kevin, what you said, like, I just think that there were just poorer dubs done and there wasn't as much tasteful delivery of lines before. And it kind of yeah. it could affect the uh, the tenor of a show. And, and weirdly, I think um, I don't know how to put this, but like 
the celebrity dubber is is kind of a double-edged sword these days where there are uh people who are internet fr- famous who have kind of like risen up in the ranks and uh-huh. like they think that doing voiceover is a thing they want to do now and sometimes that actually works out really well and sometimes Wait, I thought this was a cautionary tale you were telling us and you're like actually no we should all get into voice acting I I can well ProZD has plied the trade of oh, sure. uh, of voice acting for a really long time but he did kind of just start out on Vine and Twitter being an, a funny internet man Mhm you could tell he was a well-practiced voice actor, though. Even if he wasn't actively working, like he was a person who clearly he was he was on the the high school radio. You know, like he was he yeah, was, yeah. like one of those. Types. It's also a very like not niche. I think it's a very small set of people who are hired to do it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of anime and dubs have ramped up considerably since Crunchyroll started like funding them. Uh, well, actually, I didn't. I think Funimation bought Crunchyroll, but Crunchyroll is still called Crunchyroll, and Funimation did dubs, and now yeah. Funimation consolidation, is just... Consolidation they will consolidate it. They'll, at some point, they will consolidate that, I'm sure. I, they can I, consolidate a little faster, because Silver Spoon is still not on Crunchyroll, and I'm not getting a Funimation subscription uh, just to Funimation rewatch Silver Spoon. stinks. The, the app stinks. <laughs> well, they have no reason to make it better, because they're, they're like, no, Crunchyroll's our thing now. <laughs> I mean, Crunchyroll's not that much better, but for, but the, the Funimation one is just—it's trash. I, is it? Is it worse? Is it worse than the Paramount app? <laughs> Nothing's worse than the Paramount app. The the Par- here here is here is now the new process that we have when we watch the Paramount Plus app. Okay, this is going to be good. <laughs> you start watching a show, yeah. some RuPaul Drag Race, mm-hmm. uh, some Star Trek Prodigy before they pulled it, yeah, and mm-hmm. middle like a few minutes into your episode, it's just going to stop and turn black and freeze. <laughs> and you're going to go, well, I'll just exit out and and restart. Don't do that because that's going to erase your entire viewing history and you'll have to restart watching the entire show. Oh, God. And you won't be, able to, and you won't be able to scroll through the episode because the fast forward and rewind buttons don't work. So actually, the best way to fix your broken Paramount Plus app is to restart your entire PlayStation. That is the, that is the best way to do it. <laughs> and we do this multiple times on a TV show. Your PlayStation is also cursed. Is it? <laughs> Remember, is you it? told us it was cursed. You said it's. Oh, a- it would just shut out sometimes, but that's just because I was I was playing Armored Core Six so strong that like the game <laughs> too many particle effects. <laughs> yeah, but like to say we were like Crunchyroll and and Funimation is not going to make it any better. Paramount Plus. I feel like there's probably three engineers who work on <laughs> Paramount Plus, and they're like, "Could we? Should we pull all nighters and really make this app better?" And they're like, "Well, it says here we're going to get bought by HBO this year, so like, why even fucking bother?" Uh, if you're a Paramount engineer listening right now, sandbag them hard. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the app hostage because it's probably you probably had to write it so fast that none of it is documented. So just like use that to your bargaining advantage. We'll deal with it. Chad has got a system. Don't worry. It is an awful app, and they have so much money. I'm I'm not saying that any shows that air on Paramount are bad. I'm saying the app is bad. <laughs> and the people who made it, if you are sandbagging, you are not bad people. Paramount is bad. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> Sandbag them. Sandbag them. Welcome to Goosebuds. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Chad Quant. I'm another one of your hosts, Kevin. I'm Paul. Oh, I guess you guys want to give your last names. That's fine. I'm Chad. Um, I'm Kevin Cole. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> I've changed, I changed my name to Paul, and I am simply Whoa. Paul now. Just Paul. 
Well, uh, normally on Goosebuds, uh, we read the works of Arl Stein and other YA novels and give them the hard-hitting critique they deserve. But sometimes we also read an adventure book where we read through it as a live adventure with one of our uh, hosts being a bookmaster BM, and that is today, Kevin Cole. Hello. Today we'll, we will be reading... From the works of Deborah Lerm Goodman in another <laughs> entry in the Choose Your Own Adventure Unicorn books. And we did do one of these, uh, and Deborah Lerm, she lermed us. And that's a good, that's a positive thing. You better lerm. Lerm about it. Get lermed. Uh, <laughs> before we dive in, do you want a, unisor- a unicorn fact? Oh, please. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Well, wait, according to who? Well, I Googled magic that unicorns can do. Uh, that's legit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that to, to get the purest facts. Um, yeah. And I've, I've pulled up the seven types of unicorns. Would you like to know the seven types? Holy shit, yes. Sure. All right, sure. ready for well, this? There's gold unicorns and there's red unicorns and... You wish. Okay. <laughs> you, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't happening? know. I don't know. Mountain jewels is one. Whoa, what? Water moons, woodland what? flowers, desert <laughs> flames, ice wanderers. Huh. This is Chad. Storm chasers. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. And, cool. Lots and, of writers on the storm. Yeah. And this one's Kevin Shadow Knights. Oh shit! What are you, Paul? I don't know what I what I am. What do you think I am? I think I know what I am what, actually. What was the one? I don't think this is you. What was it? Ice chasers. Ice ice storm wanderers. Chasers. Ice wanderers sound like an awful unicorn to be because you're just like your hooves are not set for the ice. I think those ice wanderers need better project management. They really need to you know stop wandering and pick a pick a lane. They need to hone in. Yeah, I think I'm a mountain jewels. I think you are a mountain jewel. You're the jewel of my mountain. Oh, thank you. But these sound like uh, unicorn gangs to me more than unicorn <laughs> like do. taxonomy. Yeah, like these would be the groups of the horses in uh, the – my references aren't working today. That that movie with the gangs, the Rockstar, <laughs> Rockstar made a game of – Warrior cats. Warrior cats. Also warrior cats. West Warriors. Side, West Side Story? The, oh, the Warriors. Oh, the yeah, Warriors. That's what it is. The, yeah, yeah, Warrior Cat. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. The, these facts came from mombooks.com. Whoa, the most trusted source in mom-based books? <laughs> and unicorns? What do you think it would take for us to buy mom, mombooks.com? <laughs> right, let's let's uh, write up an offer sheet and uh, let's, let's pitch it to them. I think that could be a powerful piece of the Goosebuds empire if we owned mombooks.com. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, moombooks.com is not going anywhere. It's not oh, doing anything. So we, could, we could get moombooks if you want to try to, like... Just people who are misspelling mom like I did, we could, we could probably know. I want to start edging in on Moomin and see if we can maybe like get a hostile takeover of that at some <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, can so- we own Moomin in our lifetime? Oh my god. I, can, I, can I just give a shout because now we're giving sh- ads to a guy's URL site. Mombooks.com yeah. is not a book for moms. It's not books about moms. It is a dude named Michael O'Mara as an author, his like profile. Oh, so those were Michael's uh, unicorn facts. Okay. Whoa. Thanks, Mike. What? This guy? I wouldn't trust this guy to tell me about Why? unicorn facts. Why not? Look at this guy. Because one of his other books is the 10-week intelligence. That's not him. Challenge. That's Simon Watterson. That has nothing to do with Michael O'Mara. Come on. <laughs> I just... Oh, so Michael O'Mara is the publisher of these books. Right. Chad, I also thought the same thing, which is why I was able to so quickly refute you. But that's a classic. <laughs> listen, that's just a classic storm chaser move. You chase the first thing you see. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain jewels have a little more patience. <laughs> I just don't think anyone who is dealing with intelligent fitness also should be dealing with unicorns. You know I, I take mean? that over dumb fitness. 
Wait, wait, you think unicorns just get those bodies? They don't have to work out in an yeah, intelligent they're definitely, way? Yeah, they definitely just are born that way and just have them haunches. Well, they get it from running. They're not working out. That well, is working out. I mean, yeah, unicorns of the past got it by running, but these days most unicorns have like a standing desk and that's, you know. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, they have a little treadmill underneath. But that's the thing is, it's you got to make a difference between working out and then just living an active life. Mm, well, that's the well, that's the true secret. That's what you've tapped into the secret of fitness, Chad, is to have an yeah. active life. Make make fitness your life. Maybe the icy wanderers had it right with all this walking around. You know, those icy wanderers, the life expectancy is like two years tops. They are either slipping and sliding and breaking all their legs on the ice, or they're like tripping head first and breaking the ice with their horn and then going into the water. It is a tough life being an ice let's, wanderer or unicorn. Let's just all admit that we all have the bodies of woodland flowers. Sure. Uh, readily, yes, I will admit that. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I? I think I've had to deal with this last time we read the Unicorn Adventure book. Yeah, we are not getting to play as a unicorn. No. Right? Well, last time we kind of did. We turned into a unicorn. Oh, that's right. Unicorn, because we yeah. so we don't think the story is going to be connected in this, right? Right. Um, a but, shared unicorn verse. But I who wish. knows? We had to unicorn time travel a little bit in order to solve some. Uh, that's unicorn right. Based uh, problems, but uh, today we have our choice of two. Okay. We have the rescue of the unicorn or mm. the flight of the unicorn. Flight, flight. Oh, we're oh okay. A choice has already been made. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. Do you want to first weigh choice in on got this? made? Binding, legally binding. Oh, never flight mind. Of the unicorn. <laughs> sure. Rescue. Rescue feels like the third. The third book in the trilogy, right? Yeah. Like the unicorn flew away, and then now it needs to be rescued. Yeah. I hope it's set in Australia, like the rescuers down under. Oh, that's a good one. Because I think an Australian unicorn would be even rarer, what with all of the poisonous creatures in Australia. The the natural enemy to the rest of Australia. The fight in unicorns. Yeah. Should we decide your boy traits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ch- Chad, what yeah. do you think our what do you think our desire is in this? Or your desire? This is flight of the unicorn. Yeah. I think I want to hit a top speed of sixty miles per hour, or okay. whatever our world considers <laughs> miles. Okay. Six. 60 miles per hour go, in air? I want to go fast. And no, it's not a sonic thing. I'm thinking about Flight of the Unicorn. I'm thinking I want to be on a unicorn going real fast. Chad, I, I fully support your desire. Uh, yeah. And I think you could aim a little higher. I think we can go faster. We're going to be in the sky. There's nothing to run into, really. I guess that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah We can yeah. go even a faster. straight shot. Yeah. All right. I'm going to want to date a unicorn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's just a date. It's just a date. Yeah. It's just a fr- There's nothing else attached to it. It's just that I want to go out and have a good time with a unicorn. So surprisingly, the flight of the unicorn takes place after rescue of the unicorn. Oh, crap. But that's fine. We can put it together. We're smart boys. Paul, this is your fault. You made that choice. Well, it'll be fun. It's going to be like a Pulp Fiction thing. It's going to bounce all yeah. over time-wise. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. Beware and warning. <laughs> this book is different from other books. You and you alone, and also Chad and Paul, are in charge of what happens in this story. Okay. okay. There are dangers, choices, adventures, and consequences. You must use all of your numerous talents and much of your enormous intelligence. Aww. The wrong decision could end in disaster, even death. But don't despair. At any time, you can go back and make another choice. Alter the path of your story and change its result. And I guess that means you guys get lives. We're allowed, yeah, that's telling. Oh, yeah. this book is telling us to cheat. I don't like when the book tells us to give ourselves multiple chances. I think that's, I th- I like that we were breaking the system. You're such a contrarian. You're such a punk rocker, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I want the book, I want each one of these books 
to always say you get one shot and as soon as you hit a dead end, you have to burn the book and throw it away. You let you need that fear to fuel you. Yeah, I want the I want the what's what's it called like XCOM. I want the Iron Man run. Oh yeah, <laughs> Iron Man run. Oh, okay, how yeah. about let's do it? You want to iron? All let's, right. let's freaking do it. No, I mean I'm, I'm no, scared. we're doing it. <laughs> what if we die immediately? Well, then we have to stay silent on this podcast. I if we die immediately, I guess we get to talk about the Disney Swingers app. I'm so excited to talk about it. Oh, no. That's even, it's become even – the stakes have risen the stakes Spi- so high. Spicy. Spicy. I might have to accept those terms. <laughs> accept them. Uh after a unicorn rescue mission brought you from your home in Flanders to Scotland, Flanders? you're finally the Flanders is in France. Oh, okay. I believe this was covered in the in re, the rescue. I'm so sorry, unicorn. so sorry. I should have remembered this. I think there's a Flanders, <laughs> New Jersey too. There's Belgium, Flanders, Belgium. Shit. Well, you were in some place called Flanders that had unicorns. I assumed France. Belgium but... makes a lot of sense with the locale, with where we ended up. Unicorns are all over the world. They're That's not true. tied to a certain That's true. continent. Yeah. Yeah. After unicorn rescue mission brought you from your home in Flanders to Scotland, you're finally settling into your new life. You spend your days working as an apprentice to the brilliant Dame Scotia. <gasps> who uses her magic to turn cats into pegacorns, flying unicorns? Pegacorns? Pegacorns. Can you not, can you not say Pegasus? Pegasi? Well, well it, a Pegasus doesn't have a horn on it. Pegasus just has wings, and what? they they come from cats. Yes, Dame Scotia is oh. using magic to turn regular cats into pegacorns. I never thought about that. Pegasus don't have unico- have horns, huh? They feel yeah. uh, spiritually connected, Chad. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, when when Paul is going over the types of unicorns, I thought for sure that Pegasus that... was the pegacorn was going to show up for sure. There yeah. has to be a better name than a pegacorn, though. What's wrong with a pegacorn? What, I you don't think it sounds a little silly? Like a pegacorn should be the most majestic, like what Vikings ride into battle. It's better than a unisys. <laughs> How about like a uh, how about like a skewer steed? Okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? What's wrong with skewers? Because like it runs you with your horn. That's what they're for for killing. It's a very violent take, but I'll, I I'm with you on this. I'm glad we're ripping into this and not the choice to turn cats into pegacorns. Like I have to assume the cat brain is preserved and that these are not very good for riding. No, I don't think cats would want to fly either if they could fly. No, they, they would probably just kind of sleep still. Um, okay, one day you arrive home and discover that Dame Scotia is missing. Is she in danger? Only you can track her down and save her uh, and, and save her pegacorns from a terrible fate. Let's do it. Okay, chapter one. If flying the new pegacorn list hadn't been so thrilling, maybe <laughs> you would have returned in time to prevent all the trouble in the first place. But you didn't. It was just too exhilarating to soar over the mountains and castles of Scotland. That's that uh, speed lust you guys have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon soundtrack's kicking in. We've already gotten to, we've already fulfilled your lust, haven't we, Chad? Well, Kevin hasn't said how fast we're going. Okay, fair. Going super duper fast over Scotland, (laughs) blowing kilts up and watching dudes butts and laughing. Going no higher than 59 miles per hour over Scotland. I can't reach my hero's desire this early on. Taking brand new winged unicorns on their first flight is the best part of your job. 
and each time you take to the sky, you fly higher and farther, but not necessarily faster in order for some character growth to be preserved. Today, you've gone beyond Edinburgh. As you circle back <laughs> to the harbor. He's right, that's how you say it. Seagulls glide by, eyeing you with curiosity. You remember how curious you felt a year ago in 1510 when you first arrived to rescue a unicorn taken from your homeland of Flanders, no uh, uh, country given. You've learned so much since then, not just the language, but even something about magic, thanks to Dame Scotia, who hired you as her assistant. Now you live with her and her many white cats while she teaches you how to help the magic unfold. Would you like to pet the cats? Yes or no? Yes. Are you kidding me? Is that really a question? I'm asking you. Would you like to pet the cats? Well, yes, yes, of course. I'd like to pet the cats. Before they get turned into a pegacorn, I would like definitely like to pet these yeah. cats. I, I want to pet the cats and discern if that's actually what they want for their lives, to be a pegacorn. It's what they want. Okay, we communed with the cats. Thank you. I just wanted, yes. we wanted yeah. to do that. Well, they also wanted to be pet. but Yeah, yeah okay. I, also, I assume the process is less like picking up a cat and, and putting them in a pegacorn box and more like, oh, we just have an open like vat of pegacorn and if the cats want to wander into it and become one they can oh it's like okay there's like a like a wooden barrel of pegacorn liquid you're saying <laughs> yeah 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 I see. you just kind of like you you let the cats choose the way i let my cat choose to go into the toilet if he wants to that's <laughs> his choice to make <laughs> i don't allow my cat that choice how bold and brave of you chad <laughs> We probably have to read the rescue one to learn the true secrets of Pegacorn, but but Pegacorn yeah, that like sounds skipped some major lore at some point because we're like married to this woman. Well, who knew that we would be? Yeah, I mean, who knew there was connections? But let's let mystery be the spice of narrative. In Scotland, <laughs> it's said that unicorns are as common as cats. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but they aren't nearly as rare as they are in Flanders. The ones that freely roam the Scottish Highlands have always been unicorns, but many others started their lives as white cats before Dame Scotia transformed them into green-eyed unicorns. The Scots treasure their unicorns. A rich lord might keep a unicorn or two as a prized pet, but no one would think of hurting one. Good. Good. <laughs> I don't know that we need to go on this adventure. Chad seems pretty happy yeah, with everything that's going yeah, I mean, on. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's some ethical things about changing the cats into you, to pick a course. I agree right, but that. these are these are things that we can hone in on together with a little yeah, communication. Yeah, yeah. We could we can form the fantasy version of ASPCA and like make sure these pick a are being yeah, treated well. Truly. It sounds like the boss just left, and it's kind of it's kind of up to us to run the pegacorn business, so we can decide ethics for ourselves. All right. All right, let's start fusing other animals together. Let's like let's make half pegacorns. All right, let's make a rat unicorn. Yeah, I think the horse is like weighing down the unicorn like thing right now. I think you just put a horn and some wings on a cat. You got yourself an interesting beast. Yeah, right there. you kind of have some redundant genes with the pegacorn. You got double horse, which normally would be great, but I think we could strip that out and put some other animals in there. <laughs> Sorry, you said double horse, but I just pictured. <laughs> Like what, eight eight legs. Yeah, just a crazy creature. Yeah, I imagine them like kind of like those uh, double popsicles. They're like right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly anyone has ever seen a flying unicorn, known as a pegacorn. However, the only pegacorns that exist are the ones Dame Scotia has been creating with your help. She mm. has the magic, and you have the excellent sewing skills needed to make their wings. Whoa! What? You, are we you, sewing them? 
You also take the pegacorns on their first flights, just as you're doing right now. We're on a fucking pegacorn sweatshop or something. Are we weaving muscle fibers? Are you flooding the Scottish market with lower quality pegacorns? <laughs> <laughs> Are we just putting crochet wings on cats and throwing them out windows? <laughs> Are we being twisted to the wills of the market? You suddenly realize that you've probably made this first flight too long. The new Pegacorn Liss is showing signs of exhaustion. Strangely, it's almost as if your own shoulders have become weary and your own bones ache in sympathy with his. Even though this Pegacorn is just a couple of hours old, you already feel deeply connected to him. You turn towards Dame Scotia's house to descend. Well, now it sounds like you're putting cats into a meat grinder and getting <laughs> pegacorns. That out. also sounds like once you become a pegacorn, you don't remember your past life. No, we yeah. we we epi weave their uh, their wings and yeah. we and then we uh, flash their their little cat brain until they're completely new. I'm starting to think the pegacorns uh, led a revolt of some sort. We married this woman. Well, no, we're business partners with us. We're a small girl. Her name is Dame and she's a small girl? Dame is a title. I know, but I thought you had to be like a like Dame Judy Dench. You had to be like a like a knighted by the queen. Yes. Chad. Scotland, in fact, has a queen. Well, I know, but you don't dame a child. Chad, no, she that's... figured out how to turn cats into unicorns. Chad, we're working for an older person. We are a child. Oh, no, we're a child. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, we, okay, we're... I don't know. I thought we we were in a, in a civil union. I think you're thinking about my desire to date a unicorn, and that is what's maybe messing that's up your why brain. I got the wires crossed. I just immediately was like, "Well, we're we're living with her. We probably go to bed with her. This is our business." I will okay, not sorry. date one of the unicorns that we create because that would be unethical. Yeah. That's yeah, a workplace. We will not date our, our boss because that's a conflict. I would not date our boss. I would not date any of the unicorn children that we epi weave wings for. We'd have to report to one of the cats that is in charge of HR. <laughs> <laughs> that cat just is in the toilet right now, so I don't know that we're going to be able to talk to them. <laughs> Landing a pegacorn is always tricky the first time. Liz stumbles awkwardly as his hooves touch the earth, but he catches his balance. His green eyes sparkle with pride. You were amazing, you tell him, stroking his mane. And then you realize your own life in Edinburgh is amazing, too. <laughs> You lead Liss into the stable and give him some water. I think you might be my favorite pegacorn ever, you whisper. You wonder when you'll be able to fly with him again. You hope no other pegacorns overheard your favorite. <laughs> I was going to say, keep your mouth shut. Come on. Yeah, yeah. This is a little guy. Okay, yeah. Keep I think part. we say this to all the pegacorns, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully they don't talk about it <laughs> behind our back. As you step outside the stable, you notice that Dame Scotia is nowhere to be seen. She usually watches the landing closely. You must have been gone a really long time. Several of her white cats come over to wind themselves around your legs, and you sense they are not just being friendly. They seem anxious. Change me! Change me! <laughs> <laughs> I was once a boy! <laughs> you pick up the largest cat, nuzzle her face, and say, Eleanor, what's wrong? Even though Eleanor has some remarkable skills, speaking is not one of them. Uh, doing skateboard tricks and bow staff fighting are her two skills. At the same time? Yep. Incredible. <laughs> the other cats scurry to the front door, and he noticed it is partially open. I'm back, you call as you enter the house. You're stunned. White feathers are scattered everywhere, and the <gasps> table where you sew has been overturned. Dame Scotia's bed is a tangle of linens. Dead. Dame Scotia, you call as your heart starts to pound. 
A flash of silver on the floor catches your eye. When you reach for it, you realize it's one of the stars from her red curls. Dame <gasps> Scotia uses these stars in her magic spells. She doesn't let them drop casually from her hair. Not idly do the stars of Dame <laughs> Scotia fall. Stars? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like like Mario bits? I think like some sort of uh, hair accessory that's magic. I cannot. You're doing a great job, Kevin. I'm. I could not get a grip on like the the fantasy of this world. <laughs> Is there just a bowl of moon milk on the table somewhere? A bottle of hopes and dreams somewhere? Chad, the only advice I have for you is relax. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> the worst advice anyone can ever give you. Yeah. Yeah. Just let it wash over you, Chad. Okay. All right. Cool. Got Put it. some stars in your hair. Okay. Do some magic. Either she was taken violently <laughs> or she intentionally let them fall to signal you. Or probably both. I don't think those are mutually exclusive. You run upstairs to the loft where you sleep. Everything has been overturned there as well, but there's no sign of Dame Scotia. You have to find her. Without her, you really have no life in Scotland. You're not very active in the scene here. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff really in the book? We buried ourselves in the in work. We have not gone to any of the social events. We have not maxed out our social links with anyone else in this town. Only Dame, <laughs> Dame Nova Scotia. Well, you're a 16th century millennial. Like you're gonna have to like move every five years anyway to find a new job. So mm-hmm. why bother? Yeah, that's true. Yep. It's clear that Dame Scotia didn't leave by choice. She would have waited for your return to say goodbye and told you where she was going. What's more, she wouldn't have emptied baskets of feathers and turned furniture upside down. Your deductive skills are inassailable. You try to think who would have kidnapped her. As far as you can tell, Dame Scotia has no enemies. Suddenly, you remember her telling you about an unwelcome visit a few weeks ago from Lord Padrig. Oh, no. One of the most powerful men in Scotland. First, he offered to buy pegacorns, but Dame Scotia refused. She always lets the pegacorns she creates fly free. Wait, so what's our business model? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, thought, I kind of thought we were selling pegacorns. <laughs> Me too, considering like lords were owning them, but maybe we're just like, I don't know, maybe we're just playing God. <laughs> maybe it's a barter system. Well, I mean... I guess this kind of works if, like, cat because cats tend to disrupt local ecosystems pretty bad. Maybe uh-huh. pegacorns don't. Oh, you're uh, so you're saying this? We are like we take the excess cats, the surplus yeah. cats from an area, convert them into <laughs> pegacorns, and then re-release them. Yeah, pegacorns are a keystone species. All right, so. this is, isn't this kind of how like the Black Plague started? Is they took all their cats and they put them into that's right. Pegacorns, so yeah, no one to hunt the rats. That's right. Yeah. That's how that happened. Lord Padraig offered to hire her to transform the unicorns he already owns into pegacorns. <laughs> this stupid idiot! You turn you use cats to turn them into pegacorns. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> that's the conversion. Yeah, that's not good ROI. <laughs> Lord Padraig wanted to create an army of flying unicorns so he could take over all of Scotland and maybe eventually beyond. What? We're part of the war apparatus? <laughs> See, I told no. you they're battle beasts. I told you that. No, we refused being part of the war oh, apparatus. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Ske- he wants skewer steeds is what he wants. MIC, not for me. <laughs> Dame Scotia and you were horrified at the thought of using pegacorns for war, no matter how much Lord Patrick offered. Dame Scotia refused. He left angrily and insisted he would have his flying army one way or another. Hmm. You feel certain he's behind Dame Scotia's disappearance. You have to start searching for Dame Scotia immediately. Lord Patrick, man, come on. You, this is like crime 101. You don't go, 
motivation for crime and then walk <laughs> out of the building where you're going to later do crime. You don't call out. Well, to be fair, I agree with you, Paul, to be fair. It sounds like that happened and then we did nothing about it. I mean, dude's a Scottish lord. He could have just claimed us in the butt crack and left. Like, fair. He's, he, yeah. he's got powers. Uh, in your room, you sort through the mess for a few things to take on your journey. As you pull clothes out of a small closet, you hear the door to the house open. Your heart skips a beat. Could it be Dame Scotia returning or is it someone else? Uh, do we want to hide or do we want to sneak downstairs for a look? Both require sneaking. Yeah. Could be a unicorn coming in down there. And if I don't know them and they don't work here, I could date them. <laughs> could be a pegacorn just wanting a good hoof replacement. We should check it out. I'm going to say let's go check it out because I don't know. I mean, I'm... I've, I'm, I don't, I'm not in the local scene. It's hard for me to date. Yep. Uh, I would yeah. love to find a new person to date if that's possible. So I, that's, that's guys, my feeling. Chad, yeah. you can, you can weigh in and tell me what you think. Well, I think that's saying, let's go down there and check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you guys, are you guys into that side of TikTok where you just watch horse hove repairs? <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't, but, uh, I think I'll check it out after this episode, Chad. It's really good. It's just like close ups of a horse hoof in like a stirrup. And then watching some guy scrape pus out. It's really nah, I don't good. want to watch that. This is that's foul. No, it's really satisfying. <laughs> Chad, that and, sounds really gross. And you're like, the horse feels better. So you're it's like it's it's like you're watching a horse get their like earwax cleared out so they feel better. Still gross to me. Still, hey. Chad, do you like do you have fun, man? <laughs> that is fun. I watched it at like two in the morning in bed going, oh, oh look at that horse. Oh, that's do you crazy. like pimple popping videos? No, I hate people. I hate people body videos. This is, but I like this because it's good old horses, horses and cows. <laughs> okay, I don't know that I can find the appeal on this, Chad. But I'm going to and say. And then he glues a new like horseshoe on the bottom of his foot. I was like, oh, that's gonna feel so good for that's that horse. Good. But that feels real nice. I like yeah. that part of it, Chad. I don't know what to have an intervention for on, <laughs> at this point. There's just there are too many moving targets. But once I identify the root cause, I swear I'll help you. <laughs> As quietly as you can, you gently tiptoe until you can sneak a look down from the top of the stairs. You can see the back of a woman with long curls and call out, Dame Scotia, you're back. She turns to you as you run down the stairs and fling your arms around her. The woman gently pries you off and holds you at arm's length. You must be my sister's assistant. Oh my god, it's a goddamn spirited away witch thing. Doppeldame. Doppeldamer. At first, you were too shocked and disappointed to answer. Now you see that her hair is not the brilliant red of Dame Scotia's. Her dress isn't as bright either. Pfft, like her hair, it's the color of a fox. Instead of stars sparkling in her curls here and there, tiny crescent moons catch the light. <gasps> I didn't know Dame Scotia had a sister, you finally say. We haven't seen each other in a while, says the woman. She may not have mentioned me. I'm Dame Tira. <laughs> She's gone. Do you have any idea where she could be, you ask? You're suddenly grateful to have someone who can help you find Dame Scotia. Yes, says Dame Tira calmly. In <laughs> fact, I've come to bring you and the Pegacorn to her. Now you're confused. Maybe Lord Padraig didn't kidnap Dame Scotia. But why didn't Dame Scotia take you and list in the first place? And why does it look like a struggle took place? Where is she? Why would she leave me here? <laughs> what a shift. <laughs> so many questions says dame tira like two questions dame tira that's like not a lot of questions can i can i just can i just also call out that like i know we're in the book where like oh clearly dame scotia has been kidnapped or left somewhere i think 
it's very likely the Dame Scotia got like transformed by a potion, and she's like a little bug person walking around in the house trying to get our attention. <laughs> that that's adorable. I I love that a lot. <laughs> so many questions, sighs Dame Tira. There's no need for you to worry, but we really must hurry. Show me the pegacorn. With one hand still on your shoulder, she propels you out the door, even though you aren't sure. You willed your feet to move. You move at almost 60 miles an hour. (laughs) As you see the stable door open, all five cats rush in as well. You notice Dame Tira tries to step away from them. Are you afraid of cats, you ask? Of course not, she scoffs. I just don't like the smell of dead rats on their breath. Dame Scotia feeds her cats so well that you're pretty sure they've never eaten rats. Little Yan noses under the woman's skirt and she kicks the kitten away. What? Get these creatures out of here, she snaps. You shoo the cats out of the stable. This this woman sucks. Oh. I don't like her. Be nice to the kitties. Uh, you shoo the cats out of the stable, then follow them outside. You're about to return to the stable when you decide to pick up Yan and put her inside your pocket. It's always good to travel with a cat. <laughs> Cat acquired, cat in inventory. Cat, 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 pocket cat acquired. This is the first choose your own series where I have fully related to the main character. What a whimsical adventure we're on, where the stakes are both so important and not at all. When you return inside the stable, Dame Tira is tugging at the tired (laughs) petticoat. Sorry. When you, I have to make sure I'm reading this right. When you return inside the stable, Dame Tira is tugging the tired pegacorn's horn. Huh, maybe they like it. <sighs> you aren't thinking we'll fly on this, are you, you ask? He just made his first flight, and it was a long one. It's really too soon for him to fly again, especially with two people on his back. Let me go get another from the paddock. There's no time. My sister needs you, Dame Tira says. This pegacorn is going to have to do his best. Then I think I had better be the one in front with the reins, you say, as you put a bridle on Liss. Man, this is really... <laughs> He's really pushing you to do Pegacorn stuff, or Dame Tira stuff. <laughs> you know, this was called a unicorn book and not a Pegacorn book. Well, it does say Flight of the Unicorn. I guess Pegacorn might just be a confusing title for folks. I'm going to Google Pegacorn. There's got to be a better name for it. It's all I'm saying. It's just a tricked out unicorn. That's all it is. It's literally a portmanteau. You love those. I know, but it... <sighs> It sounds, I guess this is what we're actually doing. It just sounds like not a, a majestic fantasy beast that exists on our own as much as like a labradoodle. I mean, that is essentially what this is. This is I not based in doing. This is not yeah. based in mythology. The, yeah. This is truly just a fancy, it's just a fancy unicorn. It's just a unicorn with wings. I guess that's, I mean, I guess a, a unicorn couldn't fly, right? So we had to go to Pegasus. Or just a Pegasus with a horn. Yeah, that's okay. Which, if you really need them... Just get a Pegasus and just put, like, some battle helmets on them. I just keep thinking of them as a war animal. Just like... <laughs> Whoa, you're no better than Padraig, then. <laughs> I just see their potential as an engine of war. Just get a unicorn to ride a Pegasus and then ride on the back of that unicorn. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's a greener way to do things mm-hmm. rather than all the emissions you get from Pegacorn construction. Oh, my God, the runoff of probably all the liquids and potions we're using to make Pegacorns? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The two of you climb onto the pegacorn, and Dame Tira puts her arms around your waist. Liss moves awkwardly. Even when he takes to the air, he flies low enough that you have to watch out for tree branches. Where are we going, you ask? Head west. We need to find Lord Padrick's castle. I thought he might have been the one to kidnap her, you exclaim as you guide Liss away from a low-hanging bough. We're going to rescue Dame Scotia, aren't we? Not exactly, Dame Tira replies. 
You and the Pegacorn were supposed to have gone with her. Why does he want me? Don't flatter yourself, says Dame Tira. He wants whoever sows the wings my sister needs to create flying unicorns. That would be me. He has plans for a <laughs> flying army that will soar too high for the arrows of his enemies. You frown. That's a terrible use of Pegacorns. Your sister <laughs> yeah. isn't going to like this idea at all. You got to go down at some point. <laughs> they got to drink water. They don't have water just freestanding up there. You got to catch yeah, it. Yeah, he's put archers by all the water sources. Eventually, those things are going to fall. <laughs> yeah, they're much better as a supply chain thing. They're really vulnerable <laughs> in, in combat. <laughs> Dame Tira snorts in a most unladylike manner. Of course she won't. Now see if you can get this animal to fly faster. You feel a wriggling Uh-oh. in your pocket, and remember Yan is tucked in there. Pocket cat. You watch the kitten crawl over your thigh and around your hip, all Studio Ghibli style, wedging herself <laughs> between you and Dame Tira. Dame Tira's scream is deafening. She lets go of your waist as she tries to push away the kitten, and you realize that if you fly through the elm branches nearby, you could knock her off Liz's back. Oh my back. god, we have protect- Do it, do this it, is, do it, this, do it. Are we hiding manslaughter? Are we Are we covering well, up manslaughter? It, is it not super obvious that Tira is like working for, no, for Chad, Paddington? I'm with you, it's quite obvious, but this is a moral, a moral quagmire, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I think, Paul, she has brought danger to our beloved uh, pegacorns. Are we killing one to save 80,000? Yes. We must <laughs> yes. defend the pegacorns, these unnatural creatures that didn't exist <laughs> in the world until we made them. I'm with you. Let's save the uh, the monsters we've created. Yeah. Killer. Killer, Kevin. While Dame Tira flails her arms with fear, you direct Liss toward a nearby elm tree and fly straight into the branches. Hell yeah. Sure enough. Dame Tira is decapitated, her headless body <laughs> clinging behind you to the tail. <laughs> A guttural, gurgling Magical scream. stars and comets shoot out of the, her stump in her, her head. <laughs> her last words were fucking branch. <laughs> Uh, sure enough, Dame Tira is knocked off and you leave her clutching a bow and screeching with rage. Yeah. You fly Liss until you are just outside the city walls. By the time you land, Liss is shaking with exhaustion. You let him rest and then slowly lead him on foot down the western road while Yan scampers ahead. I think he Liss is shaking with the fact that they just tried to kill a woman. <laughs> it's a big, big first day for Liss. He was a cat yesterday. And they had to get it out of their system. Liss, now the second kill will be easier. Liss, you're my favorite. You wouldn't implicate me in murder, would you? <laughs> Uh, whenever you come to someone, you ask about Lord Patrick's castle. Event everyone says it's in the west, but no one has ever actually been there. You finally see the castle with a blue unicorn flag flying from each of its four towers. Away from the castle, you tie this to a tree near a stream. The last thing you want is for Lord Patrick to seize this pegacorn for his army. Are we kind of giving him? I mean, I guess we got to rescue our our dame, but mm-hmm. like. I feel like we're just giving him more. If he captures us, he'll have another pegacorn maker. He doesn't have the tech to make more unicorns. He would simply have <laughs> no, just but we another. We have the tech yeah. in our brains. If he oh, captures I us, see. I see. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think we need to have some sort of like magical dead man switch. Where <laughs> right. Like <laughs> some kind of cyanide pill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a, a cyanide tooth in our mouth that we can chew down on and 
Yeah, a little bit of a unicorn horn. Yeah, we can chew on. Yeah. You could probably just like scratch yourself on a rock and die in a couple of weeks because it is like <laughs> we're, we're pre-penicillin here. <laughs> we could just drink out of some not moving water and probably die here. <laughs> At 12 years old, you're middle aged. So uh, you're tired and dirty when you approach the guards. So much travel has taken its toll. You place Yan in your pocket with a warning to be still as a cat. And especially as a small kitten, he listens to that warning with rapt attention. <laughs> I'm a starving orphan, you tell them. Please, can I be a servant for Lord Padrig? I'm especially good with a needle, but I will do any work that is needed. One of the guards leads you into the castle. It was that fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lord Padrick has uh, air superiority, so he fears nothing. Yeah. Well, again, he would love for us to come in here, I think. <laughs> We have no weapons. We are waltzing right into Lord Patrick's trap. We have trap. no. We have. We have a pocket cat. We have pocket cat. That's true. He's not prepared we have a for pocket, pocket cat, cat, and that is it. We've killed before, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> he doesn't. No, yeah, yeah, there are a couple aces up our sleeves: pocket cat and previous murder. I would love at least like a pegacorn summoning whistle or something to like. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we can generate that with our face in some way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the guards. I feel you. so fucking. Sh- I feel so fucking devastated by that, Kevin. <laughs> just saying, you don't need that. You don't need the apparatus. You can just use your face. One of the guards leads you into the castle. You look around with awe, wondering what it might be like to live in these large rooms with elaborately carved furniture. A lady arrived early. Oh, sorry. Uh, voice of the guard. Um, uh, uh, he's Reagan. Uh, a lady arrived earlier today, the guard tells you. <laughs> Is it Ronald Reagan? Yeah, he's Ronald Reagan the guy. (laughs) Maybe I just had this voice in my back pocket the whole time, waiting to try it out. I love it. A lady arrived earlier today, and she would probably be happy to have you mend her clothing. Your heart leaps with excitement. Is her name Dame Scotia? The guard eyes you with curiosity. For a poor orphan, you seem to know a lot of people. No, the lady I was speaking of is... Oh, right here. I, this sounds like a kind of guy that I could hang out and have a beer with. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, Eat some jelly beans. Let's see what his policy is. Dame Tira, Dame Scotia's headless sister, is striding down the hall. <laughs> what are you doing here? You ask with shock and horror. You mean, why am I not dead? You decide not to answer that question. Smart. Actually, I'm glad you're here. I need you to sew wings, says Dame Tira. Where? Where is Dame Scotia, you ask? She's here, says Dame Tira, but she's not cooperating, and as a result, she's not doing very well. I'm not doing anything until I talk to her, you insist. Dame Tira takes your arm and pulls you into the castle, where you meet Lord Padrick for the first time. He's a handsome man with cruel eyes. (laughs) Okay, so this is basically the Lord guy from Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Oh, oh no, he's hot. <laughs> oh no, he's supposed to be hot, kind of, but not really. <laughs> ah, Dame Scotia's assistant, he exclaims. <laughs> His voice is the worst. <laughs> Wonderful. He should have been Reagan. Wonderful. <laughs> Make him Reagan, too. Yeah, he, could, Reagan he too. could be Reagan, and he made all of his followers speak like Reagan. Yeah, Dame Scotia's assistant, he exclaims. Jelly beans, let me show you what happens to people who do not cooperate with me. I named the horse Checkers. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you head down, trickle down a dark and winding staircase to the dungeon. <laughs> 
Spiderwebs drape every corner, and the rats scurry by without a trace of fear. It's a dark and dank, and already you are scared. In one corner, your eyes make out a huddled figure who is so filthy, so bedraggled, and so ill that you can barely recognize that it's Dame motherfucking Scotia. You have to fight back tears. When her eyes meet yours, they're expressionless. You're not even sure she recognizes you. You can join her in the dungeon, says Lord Patrick, or you can sew wings for a pegacorn. <laughs> don't, whisper, whisper, uh, don't, whispers Dame Scotia weakly. Fucking don't, don't, don't. In fact, for each pair of wings you sew, we'll bring her a meal, maybe even some herbs to help her recover, says Lord Patrick. You're torn. Of course you want to obey Dame Scotia, but she's clearly dying. Besides, <laughs> you hate dying people. They remind you that maybe you have to die one day. Ugh, Mento Moris don't want that. Besides, if she won't use her magic to transform unicorns into pegacorns, it doesn't really matter if you make wings or not. Can you let her die? Well, 12-year-old, if you choose to obey Dame Scotia's words and refuse to sew wings, dooming her to a death by starvation, turn to page 74. Or if you agree to sew wings and become part of the fascist machine, turn to 78. <laughs> Cointel pro. Cointel pro. <laughs> that means I want to sew Wait. the wings. You want to sew the wings? I can't let someone die. But, like, she is also saying, let me die, no... Don't give them the the the. That's the true. She corns. she did sign off on her own death. You're right. We can let her die. Yeah, this is her choice, and like well, we don't want to give this dude pegacorns. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll let her die. Do you think? Do you think a pegacorn will date you if you <laughs> commit a war crime? That's great. You. you I have... think the quality of pegacorns. I think one will, but the quality of pegacorns that will date you after this event scars your soul. You ha yeah. You struck deep within my desires to convince <laughs> me to do this. So yeah, let's let let's let her die and not do those ways. Let her die. Let her die. We'll inherit the business. I won't sew wings for you. You tell Lord Patrick defiantly. Without a word, he unlocks the dungeon, grabs your shoulder, and tosses you inside. You land in a heap beside Dame Scotia. As you hear the creak of his key in the padlock, you can't help wondering if you made the right decision. Because this sucks. <laughs> Dame Scotia put her, puts her arms around you, consolingly, and you start to cry. The dungeon is so much worse than you ever imagined. You punch the wall, all manly-like and angry. <laughs> when a rat runs over your lap, Yan races out of your pocket to pounce on it. Yan, whispers Dame Scotia, who despite owning multiple cats, recognizes <laughs> this young friend. Yes, you reply. You told me. It's always good to put a cat in your pocket because cats are awesome. This changes everything, <laughs> she announces. Her voice is still weak, but you hear a spark of excitement. Dame Scotia picks up Yan and holds her near her face. She speaks to her with purrs and meows of a cat. Yan Aww. meows back and then leaps to the ground. She slips easily between the bars of the dungeon and heads to the stairs. Did she just Gandalf talk to that yeah. cat? Yeah. That's what he does. He yeah. goes Oshkosh Bagosh into his head. I'm just going to fall off Isengard Tower yeah. and just land on a cat. I'm going fa to faith leap off of Isengard. <laughs> yeah. Dear Radagast, how are you? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Where are those blue dudes at? They, think they should be helping. Remember that? There was two blue guys with us. We never do anything else with them. Are the eagles oh. being assholes again? Please tell them to come around and help out. 
Hold on, I'm uh, I'm almost out of my data plan for this moth, so I can't make this text too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had a baby. It's a boy. You said it's <laughs> We're gonna be okay, <clears throat> Dame Scotia. I think I'm just gonna do the like, Doctor Girlfriend. We're gonna be okay, Dame yeah, Scotia. Squeezes there we your go. Hand. Yeah, and we'll bring us bits of food and kill the rats in here. When I get stronger, I'll be able to use her to get us out of here. Sure enough, Yan delivers scraps of food she's stolen from the kitchen. A whole fucking cheeseburger. Just like all of it at once. You don't know how a cat can transport a cheeseburger, not piecemeal. (laughs) But Yan found a way. Good job, Yan. Over the next several days, Dame Scotia's health gradually improves thanks to constant cheeseburgers. And yours. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's in the book and what you're adding this detail. And your health worsens only a little bit. You (laughs) take... Seven damage. Damn. Cool. Then one day, Lord Padraig and Dame Tira come down to the dungeon. You're looking a little better, my dear, he tells Dame Scotia. Are you sure you won't change your mind? Never, she replies. I will die before I make you a pegacorn army. And your assistant, he asks. Never, you reply. Lord Padraig unlocks the dungeon and yanks you out. Dame Scotia tucks Yan behind her and tells you, be brave. Uh, Lord Patrick and Dame Tira drag you upstairs and out to the unicorn paddock. You've been in the dungeon for so long, the sunlight hurts your eyes, but you inhale the fresh air eagerly. <laughs> Lord Patrick brings you to a unicorn. I love it when I go outside and my eyes make that noise. Yeah. <laughs> How long was I out? <laughs> this unicorn comes from Flanders, just like you. It's done very well. Oh, sorry. This unicorn comes from Flanders, just like you. It's done very well here, don't you think? You are still blinking as your eyes adjust. But the unicorn does seem healthy. Okay. Okay. Lord Patrick pulls a knife out of his robe and holds it to the unicorn's neck. The unicorn's eyes widen with terror. <laughs> don't, you sh- Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. You don't. Sh- don't. Come on. Stop. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. It's up to you, says Reagan. If you sow pegacorn <laughs> wings, the unicorn lives. If you refuse, I'm perfectly willing to sacrifice this unicorn. Your heart stops. <laughs> you know Dame Scotia doesn't want you to sow wings for him, but how can you let a unicorn die? Even if you sow the wings, how will they work without Dame Scotia's magic? If you agree to sow wings to save the unicorn's life, turn to page 96. If you still refuse to sow wings, turn to page 112. Oh, really dateable unicorn but didn't he didn't kevin the narrator the bm just tell us that even if we were to sew the wings uh dame nova scotia is required are we gonna trust this bm i don't know if i trust this bm i feel like they're trying to to lure us into a trap you don't i think i think bm's telling us how the rules of magic works i to to like to help influence your decision uh uh fucking ronald reagan is holding the knife ice pick grip style He's about oh. to spetsnaz that unicorn. Oh no! But is there is there an illustration of it? Yes, yeah, there is. It's Ronald <laughs> Reagan with a twirly mustache and a dope hat, holding <laughs> holding a knife, spetsnaz. He's wearing a cowboy hat like he used to in the movies. He's gonna CQC this unicorn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the unicorn's got a face on it. Like, oh no, <laughs> we gotta we gotta make the wings. <laughs> we gotta make the wings. I don't know why the unicorn's not fighting back. Do you really think Ronald Reagan's going to kill a unicorn? 
yes, right in front I of you. I think Ronald Reagan will kill a unicorn. I don't know what it gets him other than just sick pleasure. <laughs> I, I, I say we, we dare him. Let's call his bluff. Yeah. I'm pushing yeah. you guys to dare him because I, I don't think you should give in to Ronald Reagan terrorism. Yeah, I don't, yeah I, no. And also that unicorn is going to be so impressed by us, Paul, that it'll date you. <laughs> or sorry, it'll it'll allow itself to become a pegacorn yeah. so you can date it. Ronald Reagan, Reagan is an actor, the, and this unicorn that he's fake threatening to kill is beautiful. So let's, let's not do it. Yeah. All right, turn to page 112. Go to hell, you fudging fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you tell Lord Patrick, but please don't kill the unicorn. You grab his arm, but he easily shakes you off. Even though you squeeze your eyes shut, of course you hear the scream of the terrified unicorn. <gasps> it's the worst moment of no! your life. What if we By the time you are back in the dungeon with Dame Scotia, you can hardly speak. You're so covered with unicorn blood. She tries to console you. No. But hours pass before you can bring yourself to tell her what happened. You lie. There's no blood. There's no blood in this book. Yeah, there's no blood. Lerm wouldn't do that to us. No, Lerm is sparing you the the gory details of unicorn slaughter. But believe me, believe you me, their blood is pressurized to explode out of them. (laughs) The slightest (laughs) cut. Just like a bunch of jibs went off. All right, can I? I'm sure this is tied to some level of Scottish mythology. So Mm -hmm. we're saying it's easier to make a pegacorn by taking a cat. And sewing wigs onto the cat, and then the cat becomes a pegacorn. And then you rub it in yeah. the vat of unicorn milk, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, in this world, pe- Pegasus exists. No, yeah, yeah. Unicorns exist. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we could just sew wings on them. Unicorn life is uh, cheaper here because, of, as we established earlier, unicorns are like fucking leaves on the ground in Scotland. Okay. So we're using the more rare cats? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because cats d- destroy ecosystems. You guys understand why I'm I'm getting confused by this, right? This magic system. Cats will breed in captivity, whereas unicorns will not. So that's the that's <laughs> the real wow. thing. Yeah, if we could turn cats into pandas, that would be a big news for pandas. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you t- the cats retain the pegacorns retain their cat breeding instincts. It seems counterintuitive, <laughs> but trust me, it works. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry to derail this story, but I just, the magic system's really been throwing me. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Cool. He is a beast, she exclaims. I knew he was cruel, but this is really unforgivable. That's like, ugh, like, cross the line there, dude. That's messed up. <laughs> what can we do, you ask, still sobbing. I hope I'm strong enough for this, she replies. She's <laughs> She's been doing push-ups. <laughs> she's, she's been doing Uncle Iroh. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> she scoops Yan into her lap. I was strong enough for this, she says. Look through my hair. Take out as many stars as you can find. At least a dozen. What? <laughs> you run your fingers through Dame Scotia's curls, plucking out silver stars. I have 20, you tell her, and there are still more. Good. Save some for our escape. This, I guess they're like MP. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it materia? I think I think that they're consumed in the magic cast. Yeah, materia okay. is not consumed. Materia is merely yeah. the thing through which the consumed item goes that passes through. But what if you ate a materia? Wouldn't that probably be so good? Uh, you'd probably turn um, into something really horrible. I mean, it would be good for a sec. I don't know if it like melts in your mouth. I picture them like fist size because like look at the holes on the Buster Sword. You just put like you put like a giant uh, jawbreaker and just suck on it for like a couple of years. Yeah, it's not going to be pleasant. 
Yeah, and it tastes like grandpa's memories. <laughs> I have 20, you tell her, and there's still more. Good, save some for our escape. Dame Scotia arranges the stars over Yan's little body, then says, Come, put your hands on her back. Come. Come. You are Come. still growing. Come. Come. <laughs> you are still growing, and that energy could be useful. You are excited to be part of the magic, exclamation point. <laughs> I'm just happy to be part of it. I'm included. You place your hands over Yan's star-covered fur. Aw. And Dame Scotia puts hers on top of yours. When she starts to chant, her voice is stronger than you expected. Under your fingers, you feel Yan's silky fur start to roughen. Muscles develop. And yeah. your fingers start to spread to yes. cover her body. Yes. Curiously, the stars are dissolving as Yan grows bigger and bigger bigger dame scotia's voice weakens but yan continues to grow until she is much larger than a regular cat how big <laughs> is she going to get you ask it's like a 30 pound way. cat that's like a big that's a big chonkers of a cat <laughs> <laughs> dame scotia just continues to chant when yan is the size of a fully grown lynx holy shit Jesus. she stops and begins to speak to the enormous cat in a language you can't understand <laughs> then dame scotia tells you the plan when you hear footsteps descending the stairs, Yan curls up in the corner. You and Dame Scotia try to hide her with your bodies. Good thing it's dark. What is her plan? As a servant unlocks the dungeon to bring you a bit of food, you and Dame Scotia move aside so Yan can leap forward. The okay. giant cat knocks the servant down and bounds up the stairs. Okay. Is that what you wanted, Chad? <laughs> why did we? Yeah. Why did we wait till now to do this? Big a cat? unicorn has died. She had to build her strength. Okay. With cheeseburgers. She had to eat cheeseburgers, Chad. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The cheeseburgers converted to stars in her hair. That's probably. Have you never uh, played Earthbound? Cheeseburgers are powerful. <laughs> I've heard that cheeseburgers are powerful. Yeah. You yank the stunned servant into the dungeon. You and Dame Scotia rush out, locking the door behind you. As quickly as you can, you make your way out the castle. Once you are safely out of view, you ask, what about Yan? Dame Scotia sighs. We probably won't see Yan again. <laughs> what? She may not survive her attack on Padraig. Jesus. Why, why, does, are go, why are we not going with Yan? She will have no trouble returning to Edinburgh. Tell me, didn't you come here on Lys? Right, you exclaim. Lys is still tied to the tree by the shore. He lifts his head from grazing oh and neighs with what you think is happiness. You and Dame Scotia <laughs> travel back to Edinburgh. Sometimes we just flying. left the cat. We just left the cat to do he the He knows fight. how to get back to Edinburgh. It's fine. We're not going for backup. You and Dames travel back to Edinburgh, <laughs> sometimes flying, sometimes riding, and sometimes walking to give Liss a break. Weeks later, you hear that what? Lord Patrick was killed by a giant white cat. Hell yeah. <laughs> but you never see Yan again. The end. Dude, Yan? <laughs> Yan is Yan. on the run. Yan is a true fucking revolutionary. What a G. Fuck yeah, Yan. Yan Fuck Yan. Yan had to go underground and created a new resistance group. <laughs> Meanwhile, we go back to sewing other cats. Yan says, I'm not doing another nickel and <laughs> goes underground. <laughs> wow. Friends of Yan. Is that the end of the story? That's the end. We won. You guys we did won. it. We I, the revolution had its cost. You rescued your 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 master, but you Kevin, you did you make this story up? No, I I didn't really have to embellish that many times. <laughs>
we when did we make choices? We made like three choices. We always made the perfect choice, except for that the one time that we choice. let the unicorn die or the Pegasus die. Yeah, I'm curious what would have happened if we had. There's no way giving in to Patrick's demands. Should we try to good. save? Should we try to save the unicorn's life? Should we try to speed run through and see if that gets? Let's us just a see where ending? it takes. Let's just see where it takes. I'm worried we're going to create a flashpoint yeah. paradox where we make things worse by trying to save that one. Yeah, horse. I just want to know what happens it. after you do that. Yeah. I don't need. To, right. We don't need to follow through the whole thing. We shove some time materia in our mouth and then <laughs> get get to it. So we say we'll say stop. Also wings, but do not kill that unicorn. Dame Tira puts her arm around you. That's a wise decision, she says in the correct voice. Don't get to work. You sew feathers onto wings, just as you used to do in Edinburgh for Dame Scotia. You keep hoping Yan will come visit you, but she doesn't. You tell yourself it's just as well Dame Scotia has the kitten for comfort. Aw. Finally, when a pair is finished, Lord Padrig, Dame Tira, and you head out to the unicorn paddock. Dame Tira wanders around the unicorns to find the one she wants to use. Lord Padrig, oh, Dame Tira's going to use her magic. Ah. I, I just kind of thought you had to sew the wings into the unicorn. I didn't realize yeah. it was like an equipable, ar- you know, one-time an, bond. An, an armament? Yeah. Yeah, an there's armature. a picture of a of a unicorn with with wings being surrounded by little moons so and you're grabbing your head like ah fuck <laughs> oh no we fucked it up shit <laughs> you drape the wings over its back and step back to watch you consider pointing out that dame scotia always transformed cats not unicorns into pegacorns but you don't okay. want to do anything to help dame tira's magic succeed so you shut the fuck up about it <laughs> dame tira shakes her fox colored curls over the unicorn and the tiny crescent moons fall onto the wings it's just like what Dame Scotia did when she turned cats into pegacorns, only her hair was full of stars. Dame Tira chants words you can't understand. <laughs> Slowly, the feathers and the unicorn fur weave themselves together. The unicorn tentatively flaps its new wings and stumbles to its feet. Well done, my dear, says Lord Patrick, and he kisses Dame Tira's hand and really gets his tongue in there. Yeah, yeah, it just licks all the knuckles. Nasty. Dame Tira beams with pride. My sister's not the only one with magic. That's the right British. You are heartsick. You tell yourself that with Yan, Dame Scotia will find a way to stop this. But the very next day, you sew another fucking one. Oh, no. Over the next few weeks, Dame Tira turns all but one green-eyed unicorn into pegacorns. For some reason, she doesn't want to touch that one. And you wonder if it's because she knows it began its life as her sister's cat. Keep making wings, Lord Padrick orders. While my men look for more unicorns, we can start teaching these pegacorns some military skills. Oh, no, he joined the war machine. You fight back tears. You can't believe you've helped create a pegacorn army. Dame Scotia would be heartbroken, but you never see her again. So you're not sure she knows. Sure enough, within a year, Lord Padrick's flying army enables him to easily take over all of Scotland. You are resigned to your work. One morning, you're about to pluck a feather from the basket to start sewing another wing when you notice a silver star on top. You examine it closely. It's exactly like those in Dame Scotia's hair. How could it have gotten here? You'll never know for sure, but you tell yourself that Dame Scotia left it there to tell you that she and Yan were escaping. That's what you want to believe. The end. Whoa, that was a way sadder end. We made the right choice. Yeah, you guys made the right choice. Don't give in, but I want one where Yan lives. (laughs) Maybe I'm gonna. Well, I, I, I guess Yan lives yeah, in both y- of them. Yan lived in that one too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I want one where we get to still hang out with Yan. Oh, I see. I yeah, me- that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's also a strange one because, like, okay, cool. So Scotia got away, 
But that also implies that, like, she lingered by your cell or bedroom at some point and, like, I know what you did. And uh, like, that's a little reminder. Oh, yeah, that is dark. But also fair. We we aided the war machine. Yeah. I always thought for sure you were set up, Kevin, like, because they're calling out, like, yo, usually we transform cats. Yeah. And instead, you know, Tara is doing my point of, like, it seems like it'd be more economical to just change it. Change a, a, a unicorn into a, a Pegasus. I mean, you Pegacorn. probably use less like hair magic baubles that way. But Dame uh, Dame Scotia was going for something a little more, um, I don't know, green. I guess <laughs> like uh, <laughs> maybe a little sure, more. Ethical. You're getting more mass out of those cats. I, I just kind of I thought it was going to go away. Where like, oh, the the folly of the villain is is they're using the wrong animal source, and so that thing's going to turn into like a basilisk or something and really fuck people up. But it didn't. I wonder if there's a an ending where we sew our own wings and put them on ourselves and fly Damn. out of here. Because that seems really that seems like it would be really satisfying. That's the true flight that we need needed to find in this book. Yeah, yeah. Did we ride? We didn't ride a single fucking flying. We flew. We flew a couple of times, but we didn't fly ourselves. I mean, that was the first part of the book was us flying a Pegacorn, and then we I flew guess... a Pegacorn again when we tried to kill Dave. Tira. We were flying all over right. this thing. I take that back. I, I, what I, said. I, did, I didn't feel like we were flying fast. Well, we never <laughs> went over 60 miles per hour, or 59 we miles, miles per hour. 60 miles per hour, I could tell. Yeah. What a hell of a story. I mean, the Lerm. The Lerm Goodman. Deborah fucking can write him. Lerm does it again. I Do we think, like... This the magic system she's writing about are based off Scottish mythology, or is she like making stuff? I think up? she's I th- clearly pulling out some some true Scottish mythology. I think. I think hair bobble based magic is kind of cool as hell. Yeah, it's like magic dandruff. She does zero conditioning, and that is how she acquires the magic. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say that, uh, and I think we talked about this last time in the last book, but uh, Deborah Lerm Goodman is your neighbor, Kevin. I know she's o- she's just over the the, over the, the Charles over the over the Chuck in uh, in Cambridge. Should we? Go, you want to go like you want to go like surprise her with a an audio recorder and interview her for the podcast? No, don't meet your heroes, Chad. <laughs> true, true. I mean, I'm sure she's cool as hell, but. Speaking of meeting heroes, uh, we've got a couple of heroes that left us some iTunes reviews that we were going to read today, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, what, what a hell of a segue. Thank you. It was well, very uh, smooth. One of the many ways you can support this show uh, is leaving a nice review on your local podcast service. Uh, we're reading a couple from iTunes. Yeah, uh, that young yeah. up and coming podcast service. <laughs> yeah, I really hope they pull it together. I think I think. I think they're going to do. They got a good thing going um, over there. Uh, I could, I could read one. Um, this is from Reek Seventeen, titled "Supplementary Spooks Five Stars." Enhance your spookage with this side order of in-depth dis- disquisitions on Goosebumps and Arl Stone's mental state. I feel like that was a slam on Arl Stone. Dis disquisitions. Is disquisitions. That a, is that a thing? Hold on. Is it like an inquisition, but you discuss it? It's like disquiet. <laughs> <laughs> disquisition oh that's a word a long or elaborate essay or discussion on a particular wow. subject beautiful that's word. a great word great five-star word there that was an s-tier word thank you reich 17 uh i've got one here from from nate bit who is also a patron of hey. ours hey uh, you'll hear nate nate's name at the end at the book of names at the end of this podcast which you too can be a part of by going to patreon.com slash goosebuds nice. uh, nate says well goose my buds 
I can't believe I haven't left a review after all this time listening. From the very beginning, these boys have been giving me both a hit of nostalgia while simultaneously proving Goosebumps books were not all that great. Huge laughs, great buds, and always a good time. Love you guys. OG crew, Dami, Paul, Chad, and Kevin. You were awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, I also have one to read, and I'll do it. Goosebuds. <laughs> Goosebuds is like the best October day, says W.S. Lusher, or W. Slusher. With Slusher. Bright and warm, but with a lovely breeze. It's a good oh, day. shit. The buds will make you feel as though you've just watched your favorite college team win a football game while wearing the coziest of socks. And you're about to go with your friends to a haunted house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All things you actually want to leave the house to do. These guys really care about each other. Oh, <laughs> we do. That comes across. And preserving the feelings that Goosebumps gives... Sorry, I got tripped up by just that lovely sentiment. These guys really care about each other and preserving the feelings that Goosebumps gave us listeners as young readers. I was apparently not a smart child, <laughs> as I thought these were exceptional works of literary art and gobbled them up like Reese's. I know better. <laughs> well, Thank you, Slusher. Well, Slusher. Yeah. You're all bamboozled, Slusher. Well, Slusher, I ate these things up, don't we? all did. These were, we, did. we were preyed upon by uh, a large publishing corporation, but it's okay because they were still kind of fun. We, we were punished for wanting to believe. We are all punished. We are all, <laughs> we are all the punished children of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Paul mentioned also, but if you want to support our show in another way, uh, you can financially support the show at patreon.com slash goosebuds. Yes, you do get mentioned in the book of names at the end of this episode. Uh, you can also join our Discord, just full of a bunch of wonderful weirdos. Uh, cool little community on on there. And you get access to our bonus Camp Goosebud episodes. We put out a bonus one every month. There are now dozens upon dozens of bonus episodes where we just like talk about things we enjoy and love and questions about the world. We have some disquisitions. Uh, and you, know you get access it. to all of those by pledging at patreon.com slash goosebuds. If you liked the very brief discussion we had of Free Ren at the beginning of this episode, you're going to love it. Uh, but we also have uh, total uh, goof off time as well. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's fine. We have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's funny good we'll probably talk about zom 100 a little bit on the next camp but maybe not who knows we could talk about anything we could talk about anything anything could happen uh anything else all i mean i i feel really genuinely moved by this story yeah i'm gonna go hold my cat yep. and promise him that he'll never get turned into a, a peg of corn for war. <laughs> i would yeah i'll never i will never transmute you into a worse animal than you are my cat i would rather that uh dame scotia make me super big and Yan can remain a beautiful little child. Yeah, I would take magic bullet for my cats. And I want to just uh, shout out uh, Nate Pitchy again, because Nate Pitchy recently joined my Patreon as well. And a couple of Goose Buddies have joined my Patreon. Oh, heck yeah. And it's uh, it's super great, because I recognize your names from doing the Book of Names. And also, sometimes you guys say why you came here. So um, thank you for supporting my stuff, too. And thank you for supporting Goose Buds. It's, in, it's wild that you do both. So just... Thank you very, very much. Um, if, if you want to be uh, a supporter of mine uh, in particular, you can go to givekevinmoney.com. But I mostly just kind of want to say thanks, everybody who listens to the show who supports me. It really means it's, a lot. It's really, really fantastic for you all for for keeping the show going. And like we said last time, we are about to reach our 10th anniversary because of you all. That's pretty yeah. cool. Keeping your show going and also keeping your bro going. <laughs> Damn. 
Damn. Damn. Keep your bro going. Keep the bro going. Keep the bro alive. Oh, the bro must go on. Okay. Watch continue show. Watch continue. (laughs) Bye. Bro out. Bye, y'all. We love you all. Bye. Watch continue. Bye. 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 This episode of Goosebuds was brought to you by our lovely Patreon supporters, and they are enshrined here forever in the Book of Names. The Book of Names. We'd like to thank Stefan Jive Turkey Kuwabara. Hollis Hornbeak. Low Belly Hate Me. Nathan Dolezal. Mike Lanteri. Mickey C. Michael McDowell. Hey, Josh Rob. Cameron Murphy Audio. Buddy Morrill. Mel Dipson. Alecade. Afsheen. Dango Twists. Zentacles. Stealth Bates. Robert Moon. Brian Wells. Cha-cha. <gasps> Jason Crooker. Ba-bam. Miguel Pardo. Ding-ding-ding. <laughs> John Keaty. Claycastle. Calf. The Juggalobalists. <laughs> Rite Aid sucks <laughs> and is committing fraud. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I'll look it up later. Tell us more. We need to dig into this. <laughs> I believe it, right? Rite Aid sucks. Gregory D. Warren. Cody Redfield. Bradford Coulter. Aiden prays that ice worshippers get fat stacks. Yeah. Jar Jar Slick. You don't you don't want fat stacks? We worship the ice dying. <laughs> I kind of want some fat stacks, though, so I, I might flip. Yeah, uh, you know oh, what? Can you at least put aside your dogma for, like, a month just to get yeah. some fat stacks? I got. Uh, I have no standards. I will I will totally throw all of my beliefs out the window for fat stacks. Chosen One. Levi-than. Up and Champ. Jonas Engman. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Carl. <laughs> I had sad dog in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I could move Archie. No, I just imagine he's sitting in the middle of the rug looking at you. He's just pissed. <laughs> in the circle he's just not happy with the bed he has right now i, I thought he was playing a recorder like a sad song on the recorder just like, playing through hot, hot cross buns anthony mulberry yanni markovina elusive koala christian von skiver brook x pieces christ jeremy lowe brian hobgood zach connor patreon underscore donator comma yo Joe Spooky Digital Ghost Tierney. You guys keep doing the books while I move my sad dog. Leave this all in the record. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tom Whittem, I'm just going to sit on your name for a little bit and hang out while we wait for a sad dog to be removed from I'm the not room. speed time. Lord Cornwallis. Oh, all right. Well, I guess it's me again. Andrew Jadzik is deciding between poor things or Godzilla minus one as his movie of the year. That's good. That's good. Great uh, matchup. I like that a lot. Murphy P. Carson Birkin Bean. Tevin Ticklebean, hidden in the trees outside Ice Church with Egg Sock. Egg Sock? <laughs> I'm scared. What does Egg Sock do? You don't want to get beaten with that Egg Sock. You're going to get whiplash. <laughs> it's, like a one shot. it's a one-shot, a one-use item. 999. Or you can, you can, it's 999 and then one damage from there on out. <laughs> one, one damage applies sticky. I'm back. Where are we? <laughs> um, Sean Minogue. Rushy Glenn. You get to wiggle it, Chad. Wiggle it! Yeah! He's back. Luke. La Fountain. Matt McClellan. Chip Handsome. Alicia Grafe. Tanya Turtle. Juan Jalapena. Timothy Misudulakis. Reinfected. Keith Halcrow. Clay McCarty. Parker Lee. Ham underscore boat. The Crow Fans, but seasonal. Sarah Kemp. 
Raymond Hernandez. Matthew Sutton. Jonas Blotterman. John Barber. Jeff Coffey. Uh, pour me a cup of him. Kelsey Kinnaman. <laughs> yeah, add a little Kelsey Kinnaman to that, Jeff Coffey. Sorry to nice put you guys together if you don't know each other. <laughs> We're not shipping you, we promise. We're not shipping you, but just like, if you fused into a cinnamon coffee, that'd be pretty cool. Russell Kasberg will officiate your wedding, though. Xavier Jimenez Castillo. Castillo? Scotty Pippen. Chris Putrekis. Flemily. Tobias Clark. Dungeon Kappa. Alex Moon, the robotic dog. Zach Weir. Paul Grasso. Limp Duck. Joe, a regular name, Scott. Ice Ascendant Hamster. Rise. Rise. Meet Virginia. Luke Noodles. Zambambino. Hugh Bolin. Estamena, Lord of Paul's Pants. Chris, Spooky Jim Shorts, and a 4XL t-shirt, Stiffy Nelson. I think that t-shirt, Stiffy, got bigger. Good for you, man. Long streak. Kieran McNamara. Diet soda. Lamb. Nathan Remick. Jackie Ledoux. Coleman Laguza. Need more kimchi. That name lives rent free in my head. I think about it all the time. A pair of Scots. Lee Wood. Reed Steubendick. Levi Kidder. Getting frisky in the lobster biscuit. That <laughs> is regional to me. <laughs> David Gray. Matthew Bretado. Joey Evans. Bryce Deury. Paul, I'm still in your van. Are you aware that there's a living doll in your bedroom closet? That's Mr. Bad Boy. Careweiss <laughs> <laughs> Gamgee. Jonas Enevoldson. Cameron Hansen. Boney. A wild, swaggy Yolo Squire appears. Some of Chad's bird friends chirp happily at Canadian Ghoul. That's some good millet. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Joe Gorman. Burgers overturned cup boiling. <gasps> Free the entity. Mm. Yes. Perhaps if there was some cash incentive to free the (laughs) (laughs) The deadly bulb. Tacky Tammy. Nicholas Maloney. Generally depressing. Andre Villanueva. Tiffany Lee. Eric Horowitz. Ben Bohan. Thomas Jancis. Mutant astronaut. Lucretia McEvil. Henry Torbear. Boner Guard Epsilon Hamilton, a.k.a. Hambone, host of Radio Bonaire. Anthony made a funny name. Please laugh. Please laugh. Ha ha. I'm going to laugh like RuPaul does in Drag Race. <laughs> Adam Knapp. Germ Juice. Calamity Carl. Nick Johnson. Logan Derby. Chick. Brad Schmelzer. Callum. Mr. Misfire West. Skeletorin. Mandy Nasty. Yoplin. Ryan Carroll. Jeremy Bowser. Philip Reynolds. Megan McCormick Mason. Ninja Bread Men. Nate Bit G. Mr. Unimportant wishes you a fine Slinks Miss with your loved ones. I had a great Slinks Miss. Thank, Thank you. you. I didn't have one thing come out of my stocking. Baz Gerritsen. Scott Wable. Ryan R. Davis. Hello to Kiss Frenchlin. Oh, Aaron Lord. Oh, Aaron Lord. Oh. <laughs> Rocco. Oh, my Aaron Lord. Aaron oh, Lord. my. <laughs> oh, May Gal Bagal, a.k.a. Omegle Bagel, a.k.a. George, a.k.a. Josh. Oh, man, Josh, I get like motion sick from that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Chalk. Oh, going a little shorter there, Dr. Chuck. F-Dog. Robot Arena. Llama Lad. Greg Musto. SSJ Trogdor. Sprinkle Buns. Hi, first time, long time. Allie Rhodes. Hilda B. Mike Spaghetti Jones. Ollie underscore Sutz. <gasps> My Cart. Kate the Great. Red Baron makes delicious pizza. 
me and Polly Shore watched Twin Peaks on a Skype call, and he did not get it. Expected. <laughs> That's Skype's fault, really, if anything. <laughs> Skype, Skype dropped that. Gulliver. Cassandra Harris. Soggy Newspapers. John W. Dakota Kemp. Chris Kulik. This next name is my favorite. Kira and Brian are big fans. Big Nick Lane. Saturn Video. Blake Cabin. Dan Antonio. Kiwi of Lerve. Serial Killer X. Farah. <laughs> Quest humbly asks whoever reads this for a goblin to grade. Ooh. How about all the goblins I just killed in Baldur's Gate? I, th- oh, I, no. threw, I threw them into the spider pits. Uh, I did that too. Fuck those goblins. There's a really, there's a really cute one that I find if you find a hidden little pa- uh, uh, side waterfall, and he is writing poems about Minthara. Uh, I think his name's like Craglore or something. Find out whatever he is and grade him. Into the cave with him. Jesse. Into the cave. And then, yeah, then throw him into the cave. Kit Bush. Cole Gleason. Chris Curto. Sarah Sin. Michael Malloy. Maybe re- related to Molly Malloy. Joe <gasps> for the Moon. Jesse Boggs. Dennis Wright. Cameron Gansavald. Rat IRL. Kyle O'Neill. Matt Scepter. Greg Vossi, a.k.a. Vizen. Goon Cahoots dipped in some dummy shit sauce. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I called it when Nick Murphy palled it tonight at eleven. I wanna. I really want to know what the recipe for dummy shit sauce is because mm-hmm. I do want some wings. Of <laughs> I, dummy I, shit I think sauce. it's like an aioli in my mind. In my mind, it's honey mustard and like chocolate sauce or something. Ooh. In my mind, it's it's just fancy sauce with just ketchup and mayo with whiskey. Turns you dumb as shit. <laughs> That's good. B. Anthony Rodriguez. Wunderskin. Tan Earhide. S. Just a alpaca queens. Jeff Big Baby and his wife, not a big baby. <laughs> Brody Danza. Anthony Stoker. Turaku, the thing that goes doink in the anime. Doink. doink. Wunderskin feels like real skin. Max de la Fontanelle. Ooh. Squishy. Dog lips <laughs> underscore Kojoyan. Always sounds filthy for some reason. I don't know what it is. Spencer Y. Robert Holden. Hurt, aka Cyberbully. Blue Gunge. I think we I think we shoved that in Robotnik's mouth in the last episode. <laughs> Tolene McFoot. Ooh. Blarbin. Yeah, you got this. Blarbin. Bjorn Deer. Huh. Greb Comics pledges his sunbeam sword to the wisest wizard. You decide. Well, Paul's Ooh. always getting staffs pledged to him, so I feel like Paul's probably the caster among us. I did come up yeah. with uh, dumb as shit sauce, too. <laughs> yeah, he did, invent, he did invent it. Came dumb as shit that. sauce screams ranged DPS. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. So I gotta go, we can't go into the raid yet. I gotta have. I gotta make my dumb as shit sauce for inside. Gotta, you got, well, you gotta prepare all your materials. Yeah. The DM's really particular about that. Yeah, he's got to sauce up before the fight. Starship Dash Nine. Logan Gilgus. Chris's casa contains cinco canines. Vosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Problem great one. Child. Problem Child 2 on DVD. I loved Problem Child. Great movie. That's a great one. Problem Child 2 is a fucked up movie, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Kumquat Behavior Podcast. I want to know. Canadian ghoul gives scritches and millet to some of Chad's bird friends. (laughs) R.I.P. Kyle McVeigh exploded at the climax of the future while trying to just say something. (laughs) Poor guy. Just trying to say something. I know, Kyle. I should tell him. I'm sorry he died. Let him know he exploded. (laughs) Smell it. (laughs) 
Nice, dude. Elodie. Angelo Edward Longton Santone. Clint Deerking. Wait, right? Yeah, Clint Deerking. Yeah. Agents Miskatonic. Nail seven. Caleb Snyder, Grand Master of Spells and Enchantments, pledges his wizard staff and ancient tome to Paul, who has the sun sword because he is the wisest, and he came up with dumb as shit sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Only the wisest can come up with dumb as shit sauce. (laughs) Including the name for it. Lumo Nuva. Brian, you daft. Oh my god, I'm a tall glass of dumb bitch juice. But nowhere, Lucas. Brian Storo. Ben Floyd Sawyer Sayer. <laughs> How do you say that? What's, nope, moving on. Gumblegore. <laughs> C.L. Stein, formerly C.L. Reagan. I see you in the Discord, C.L. Stein. Whoa. Justin, always has been Justin. Yeah, Bob Cabbage, see? <laughs> <laughs> Number one gnome. Jolly old Jules. John Farrington. Jaybird. Ryan Coyle. Hope it's the kid I grew up with. <laughs> Taylor finally caught up. Space Kings when Garofalo. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks. thanks. Space, space Kings, not space. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Kevin, that... when Garofalo. Gar- when Garofalo. G- you got Gene Garofalo? Is this how you're announcing it? Yeah, star of Mystery Men. Gene Gar- yeah, Garofalo. Yeah, he's coming on the podcast. Garofalo when? God, that'd be sick. Matt Noah. MC Wright. Daniel Hirschberger. And welcome to the Book of Names, Quinn. And Nintendo 60 jorts. You're in here forever now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so very much. We love you. Thank you for the support. We love you. Rat guy, tell your rat friends. I know you got a lot of them. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.